Welcome to the Empathetic Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond. And today I have Melissa Magerer from iAdvise. Melissa, it's really nice to have you on. I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, Brad. I'm really excited. Let's start off by just tell the audience a bit about who you are, what your role is, the company. Who is Melissa? Sure, happy to. I'm the head of U.S. marketing at iAdvise. I'm responsible for the development and execution of brand strategy and demand generation in the U.S. iAdvise's mission is to make brands conversational. So we offer a 360-degree AI-powered conversational platform that empowers more than 2,000 brands to offer their customers a rich, personalized, and humanized digital experience at scale, all thanks to the power of messaging, like live chat, voice, video, and conversational AI. So essentially, our platform connects customers to the best respondent, whether that be an intelligent chatbot, an independent expert, an in-store sales associate, or a customer service rep via messaging 24-7. We also offer interactive live shopping through Applause, which is a live shopping platform that we acquired last year. So this company started in France and uh, has a large presence in Europe. And then you're telling me you're in the U.S. and you're, you're kind of spinning up a lot of the marketing function in the U.S. Tell me a bit more about that, what that's looking like for you. Sure. So iAdvise expanded in the U.S. about four-ish years ago and built a really solid foundation for brand recognition. So someone who was working at HQ was sent over to open the U.S. office and did a really awesome job building the foundation as that person grew, moved on where we have brought in new folks, new ideas, fresh look at things. I started here in May and what we're doing now is focusing on a few different things. So we're focusing on attending, speaking and exhibiting at CX focused events to generate momentum and buzz. That's really the boots on the ground approach to building brand awareness and brand recognition at scale, right? Because that's the easiest way to reach the most people other than a podcast like this. <laughs> We're also leveraging paid digital ad channels like Google ads and LinkedIn to create a broad digital footprint and start positioning ourselves as a leader against competitors who are maybe more well-known in the chat and conversational AI space. We also focus on content syndication and content development, of course, but we're super lucky to have a CEO who is really, really great at sharing and inspiring his vision in others. So we lean on his storytelling, both in person and in writing, to share our mission and vision authentically as the cornerstone of our content strategy. We host webinars, but one of the things I'm super excited about is we're actually piloting a very meta webinar concept right now where we're hosting a show called live shopping for live shopping on our own live shopping platform so we'll be hosting folks using our live shopping platform and we'll do you know a highlight of products the whole purpose is for people who would be responsible for live shopping to experience it the way their customers would right because what's the best way to learn about something other than to be in it and do it. So they'll get to experience what it would be like to shop for products. And then also in the same realm, learn about some of the features and the benefits of live shopping. So I'm super excited to see how that goes too. That's really cool. So what are the, some of the things that you've learned so far, um, you know, while introducing this concept that's maybe popular is getting a lot of traction in Europe and other locations, but maybe isn't as well known in the U S. 
Chatbots are table stakes for brands at this point. But the iAdvise differentiator, which is widely used across EMEA, but not so much here, is our eBoo program. And eBoo leverages a brand's product enthusiasts or like power users as an army of pre-sales consultants, um, which was a direct quote from one of our customers that I truly, truly loved and appreciated. But as an army of pre-sales consultants to offer the human touch, so authentic purchase support to online shoppers before they purchase at the point that they need it most. And to get those unique questions answered, right? Because a lot of times you get to purchase point and you're like, oh, I need to know X. And it's really with complex, high order value items where people really stop and think and put a lot of research and time into their purchasing. They need that extra support. And to really get this point across, certainly in conversation or presentation, we found that it's important to create basic analogies that help people quickly put two and two together or grasp the concept. For example, one that we like to use is Lyft or DoorDash, pretty well-known brands with a business model that you don't think about. You place your order, the app connects you to a driver, you either get picked up or something gets dropped off. You're done. Eboo is similar And that it connects an online shopper to an expert in the product or service they're searching for so they can get those unique questions answered. Usually, and for example, you can see on the homepage of our website, there's a a little like a minute and 15 second video that explains it. You're online shopping for a chainsaw and you're not sure if it's going to cut down the tree in your backyard. So you get connected to a local landscaper who says, oh no, you actually need this chainsaw. You say, okay, thanks. And you hang up and you go buy the right chainsaw and cut down the tree. So very basic examples that like I just did with a little bit of storytelling and embellishment, that's usually where we see the light bulb moment. To that end, we rely on one-to-one conversations like the one we're having or one-to-many communications at a large scale, like industry events, to be able to tell that story. Because other than that, or video, it's very hard to get that story into the 30-character headlines of a Google ad, or the 90-character description of a Google ad. I will say, too, though, that one challenge we're running into is developing that digital marketing strategy to support this service. So how do you drive traffic on keywords no one's necessarily searching for, for a concept, a service concept that they don't know about or understand yet? To sort of begin solving that problem for ourselves, we've leveraged learnings from our team in France. You know, it's working for them across Europe, as well as talking with customers and prospects to pinpoint the words that they're using to describe the service. For example, army of pre-sales consultants. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, it kind of leads into my next thought is what's your approach that, you know, better connecting your customers with your brand, you know, given maybe a little bit of that category creation problem and this is a new concept and all that stuff. The customer acquisition is focused around people who need chat. Everybody, every company needs chat at this point, but companies that are selling products that are high order value or a little complex or luxury or exclusive or or even the average clothing brand, right? Like sizing is so different across the country that I, I know when I shop, I'm like, is that my size? Is that going to fit me? I wish I could talk to somebody. We package this new concept of Eboo or our conversational store as part of 
our chat solution and as an enhancement, as a way to truly elevate your customer experience and offer a solution at every point of the customer journey, rather than just when they're at that super frustrated pain point and having to talk to a chatbot that may not be giving them what they need. So let's jump uh, topics a little bit here. And so you have a, a media series, you could call it, and even a podcast called Conversation. Let's talk a bit about that. And what are you currently discussing in this series that you find is, is valuable to those that you're marketing to? To answer that question, I need to go all the way back to the inception. And it, I think will come as no surprise that Conversation Media was born out of the pandemic. As a brand rooted in the importance of conversation, we felt it was imperative to create a space for conversation to continue during those really difficult early days. Voila, we introduced Conversation Media, a conversation between iAdvise and CX leaders on hot topics of the moment. I can give you examples of things that are discussed, but essentially this format allows us to step out of the thought leadership role and into the value driver role. So we're not talking at people as the experts in the space, but rather finding and uplifting voices of people who are peer to peer in the trenches with our customers and prospects. And I think bringing it sort of back to our mission that gives a more human, authentic experience to the people we're trying to talk to because they're hearing it from their peers, not from, you know, a vendor speaking at them. Totally. I love that. How are you measuring audience reach and the impact and all that kind of stuff from a brand perspective? And, you know, what what's the future of this and kind of what you're tracking and looking to do with them? As for measurements and targets, viewership, or for conversation specifically, viewership, length of time that people are viewing, the length of time data that we've seen over the last year has actually led us to pilot or to test a different format of the way that we're producing the show. So originally it was a 20 minute conversation out of the gate, sort of structured, but unscripted. And the data was telling us that we were losing people at about 10 minutes. So instead of trying to fight that uphill battle and say, how do we keep people engaged? What are we, you know, what do we add? We said, okay, well, we'll just cut it at the 10 minute mark and split it into two episodes. That seems to be sort of the, the sweet spot for the attention span of the people that we're trying to reach. So that's one thing that we're going to test. I would say though, that, you know, replays, live viewers, length of time engaged are, are the best metrics that we follow. Well, as we're wrapping up here, any last words of advice, thoughts, things you're thinking, or, uh, you know, things you want other marketers out there to be hearing? Oh, that's a very broad question. I think as I was going through this, one of the questions that you, you know, initially that we initially discussed was what platform might you want to expand your audience onto? And I was thinking about it and I'm, I'm going through all the things you could do. And I came down to, I really subscribe to the notion of do a couple of things and do them very, very well. So I would say you don't have to be everywhere all at once. Find where your engagement is, find where your audience is and be there in every way you can and be there authentically and create conversation and space for connection. And I think that's how you build the authentic conversation, if I can be a little bit meta for myself, that puts you in in a good space with the people that you want to reach. I love that. Well, hey, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Really appreciate it and all your thoughts and wisdom. 
Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely.